Hey guys, it's me, Devin, your host. And I am Devin's mom, Ashley. I don't even know if I'm going to ask how you're doing. I, you know what? I'm good. I'm good. How, mm-hmm. are, how are you doing? Mm, I don't know. You don't know? Yeah, that's why we're making this. Yeah. I mean, it, it was going to come to this one one way or another. You know yeah. what I mean? This this was a, a long time in the making. Um, you know, one of the reasons why we have this podcast is because it is very much real. It is based off of the conversations that we have. And we started it because, you know, we would sit down and talk quite often. And most of the times when we talk, you know, Devin asked me real life questions. And I've always been very candid with him. I've always been very honest. I've always been very open with him. So, you know, within moderation, you know. So, um, yeah. Yeah, it, it's been, first of all, it's been a chaotic week. It's just been one of those weeks, right? Yeah. Speak up and speak into the mic. Yeah, very much a chaotic week. Yeah. So hopefully we can address this one time and then we won't address it again after this. Hopefully. Yeah. It's up to you if it's something you want to continue to talk about or not, or it, it's completely. It's not really something I want to, like, I just wanted this to be like a one-time talk and then like it's over with. Yeah. So why don't you... Why don't you say what the issue is, say what's going on, say why, you know, why don't, let's hear from you what, what the issue is. Um, pretty much my biological father, he got in contact with me through Instagram. I don't know how he followed found me. My mom thinks that it may have been through the, well, the podcast mm-hmm. and it's linked to our Instagram and everything like that. So, um... He seemed kind of nice at first, you know, like he caught me off guard, to be honest, because I thought like maybe he did change. Maybe he fixed all his mental health issues and stuff. But obviously, that's not really the case. So um, he he sent some money. He sent 250 bucks for clothes and shoes. And I also used some of that money on a game. Right. But I, I want to be clear. Did you receive that money? Yes, I got all of it. And Except maybe $20 because guess yeah. what you're holding. Yeah, $20. And let's be clear. What did you do with the money that was sent to you? I bought clothes from Aeropostale and also used, well, like 40 bucks on a game. Yeah. And then you have the rest in cash, right? Yes. Yeah. So the money that was sent to you, you used your money for whatever you wanted to do with it. Yes. Okay. All right, I just want to make sure that that's very clear. So let's talk about like when you first got the message from him, the very, very first message. What did you think and how did you feel when you received that? I was confused because I was like, you know, how did th- how did he find me? And then also whenever you wanted me to talk to you about it, I was like kind of scared. I was like, what happened? Like, did somebody text me or something like that? And then you're like, yes. And I was like, who? And then you're like, we'll talk about it in a second. So I was like, and then I found out it was him. And then I was like, how did you find me? You know, because like, I don't really think it was through the podcast. What's like, what's the chances of him just, you know, finding it through the podcast? I feel like he like looked for my name on Instagram. Or he already had your Instagram and saw that. It's, I mean, there's a lot of different possibilities. I mean, at, at the end of the day, I don't think it really matters how he found you. It's the fact that he did. And we, you know, I always knew that this day was coming. I, I always knew that it was going to come. I knew it was going to come one way or another. Um, 
I wished it would have worked out differently than yeah. what it did. Um, I'm putting the freezer. Okay. I, I wish it would have worked out differently than what it did. Um, so this, this episode might be a little bit longer than it normally is because we're just going to hash out a few things. Um, so let, let's talk about let's talk about the messages first and then we're going to go into the why and what decisions and all that kind of stuff. So you received the message, you, you felt a little off guard and, you know, what did he say to you and how did you respond to it? Um, and then how did you feel? Well, the first message, he was like, so pretty much to sum it up, he was like, hello, I'm your father. Um, you might hate me. I love you. Stuff like that. You know, something that, you know, father would say to you if they haven't seen you in a while. Um, he apologized and he was like, if you don't forgive me, I understand. What I told him was I don't hate him. I accept his apology, but that's not going to change anything. And then he said, well, I'm glad to hear that. But I don't know if he was actually glad to hear that. Yeah. Because I think he wanted it where I'd be talking to him like every day pretty much. Yeah. Is that something you wanted to do? Were you open? No, because he told me that I could speak to him when I feel comfortable. So I left it at that. And then next thing you know, he deleted the account and made a new one. Right. Um, right now in this moment, how are you feeling after seeing those messages, seeing what he said to me, seeing what he was saying in the comments to people? Like, how, how do you feel? Like, how do we get past this? Because my main concern is you and making sure that you're okay mentally and emotionally. So where, where are you at on this? Honestly, I don't know. I'm not really upset about it, I guess, because I already knew, like, this stuff was going to happen. I just wasn't, like, prepared for it to happen now. Right. To be honest. Okay. So going forward, how do you – are you open in the future to sit down and talk to him? Are you – I'm not sure now because, like, you, you saw one of those messages where he said if he didn't have any other kids, then – his first priority would have been to kill you, get you killed. Yeah. Yeah. That and that's that's difficult to deal with. That's that's really really difficult to deal with. Um, do you have anything else that you want to say on that? Do you have any questions? Do you? Not really. I already know everything I want to know about him. Okay. So I know that like over the years. And I, I want to make sure that you understand this. And I want to make sure that I'm very clear. Um, I've always been very open with you. Like I said, within moderation, I told you things that I felt you needed to know. Um, this is not the first time that he's threatened my life. This, this is not the first time. But that's not something I wanted you to know. That's not something that I wanted you to see. All right. That, that's not something that I felt like needed to be discussed with you. I made the decision when you were two years old to number one okay let's let's take it back further you do you are aware that i was in an abusive marriage yes okay i actually had to have reconstructive surgery done to my face um he punched me in my face and he shattered the bone underneath my eye i had to have reconstructive surgery done and even through all of that i still tried to make it work with him up until the day you were born um they said when you have kids you have a different outlook on life. Now, I don't know about anybody else, but I know about me. The minute you were born, it was like an epiphany. 
that I could not continue to go through this. Um, so literally within a matter of minutes of you being born, I made the decision that that marriage is not where I want it to be at. And I made that decision because that is not what I wanted to put you through. Um, these messages, this, this was a, a, a great example of what I didn't want you having to witness and having to deal with and things like that, because you don't, you don't need to see your mom being threatened. You know what I mean? You don't, you don't need to see that. You don't need to see somebody talking to your, your mom like that, talking to your mom crazy or in the comment section, making crazy comments to other people. That's just, that's not fair to you. So I made the decision to walk away. We continued to try to work on a co-parenting situation until you were two years old. And then I noticed over time, he would pull disappearing acts. He would disappear. Nobody would tell me where he was at. To this day, I have no idea where he's at. I, to this day, I don't know where he lives. I don't have any contact information for him. I don't reach out to him. You know, he'll reach out once or twice a year. Um, this is actually the first time that I've heard anything from him in over a year from, yeah, in over a year. And so that that's happened. At the age of two, around 2007, that's when I noticed that you start asking questions, you know, where's my dad? What's going on? Where he's at? And I, I had to make the tough decision to say that this was not good and this was not healthy. So I had to tell him, you stay away until he's old enough, until Devin is old enough to reach out to you and wants to have a relationship with you. Um, there was an incident where I had a friend that took you to the mall. You were, you were a baby. I had a male friend, he took you to the mall, took you with him to get his haircut. Now, I don't know what happened in between them, but I do know that Mikey actually saw you and this male friend of mine in the mall and they almost got into a fight. And anytime that I heard from Mikey after that, he would make comments about blowing his head off. And he, he, he would make a lot of threats. He, he would, and one thing I believe is when somebody makes threats like that, you have to believe them. You, you gotta believe them because they're capable of anything. So I made the tough decision that I went back and forth with myself with over the years of saying that he was not allowed around you. Um, I made that very, very tough decision and it was hard. And I got like a lot of backlash from people because of it. You know, oh, that's, you know, that's Devin's father. He needs to be in his life and this, that, and the next thing. And I'm like, does he really need to be in his life? Like if he's making threats towards people, he's talking about killing people. You know, he's talked about killing me. He's he's literally bashed my face into a point where I had to have reconstructive surgery. Um, over the years, he did ask. He would reach out and, you know, he would beg and plead with me, you know, let me see my son. Let me talk to my son and all this kind of stuff. And I would tell him when Devin is ready, Devin will reach out to you. Over the years, that has always been the conversation. I'm raising Devin to be a young man. And when Devin's ready to reach out to you, he'll reach out to you if he wants to talk to you. Um, so I've always been open and honest, like I said, to an extent. Then you had your dad, who's been taking care of you since, since the age of two years old. So it's not like you went without having a father. You had a dad from the age of two that was taking care of you that you're extremely close with. Um, you're, you're very close to him. I think you're closer to him than you are to me. Sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. It's okay. It's okay if you say yes. I'm, I'm all right with no, that. No, it just depends. Because some different things like watching movies, you know, just hanging out, that'd be with you. With mm -hmm. him, you know, fishing. 
yeah. you know, stuff like that. Well, like active activities for us, it's like chilling activities. Yeah. Well, you're going to have a different relationship with your father than you're going to have with me. And I'm okay with that. I'm, I'm okay with that. I respect that relationship that you guys do have. You know, he and I have our differences, but what I will say and what I do love about him is the fact that from the moment that he met you, y'all, the two of y'all were inseparable. The minute y'all met, you know, the, the minute y'all met, y'all were off getting ice cream and shopping and, you know, and that's the stuff that y'all did together. And he really took that father's, that father role serious in your life. So on one hand, yes, you were missing your biological father, but on the other hand, you had somebody that was there, that was taking care of you, that loved you, that he provides for you to this day. He takes care of you, you know? And I am grateful for that. Like I said, he and I, we have our differences. We have differing opinions and things like that, but I am grateful that he loves you the way that he does. Um, it's just really unfortunate that this got to this point. Yeah. You know what I mean? And this is not, this is what I've been trying to protect you from all of these years. The, this is what I, you know, all of these years, I, I, I didn't want you to have to go through this. And I was hoping, I was hoping that by the time you were old enough that all of this would have changed. I, I was really, really hoping that all of this would have changed and, you know, things would have been different. And I was hoping that you guys would have a reunion and be able to discuss things and sit down and talk. And, you know, I, I was hoping that that would be the case. It doesn't look like that is. Um, yeah, I think everything's probably changed. I wouldn't know because at first I'm talking to him. Yeah. Um, probably. I'm most likely glad. I'm mostly glad that this is my first time talking to him. Because I feel like if I did before, then I'd be more latched to him. Right. Like wanting to talk to him more often, even though I know that bad things would end up happening. Right. I know that you had a couple of questions about your family dynamics and, you know, things like that, things that I'm not able to answer. And it, like I said, it's really unfortunate because I was hoping at some point that you guys would be able to connect and be able to discuss all of that. You know, what you choose to go to do going forward, that is what you choose to do. What you do need to know and you do need to understand is that I I respect your decision, but I trust your decision and I trust your gut. You know what I mean? Because that, that was what I was waiting for. You know, that and I wanted it. Anytime that you and I ever have conversations about it and, you know, I would tell you, like, wait until you're older. I need to know that you can make decisions on your own without being influenced. This was the moment that I was waiting for. It's unfortunate that it came out like this. Yeah. I don't think anybody was really expecting it like that. No. If nobody- Like I was expecting some of it, but I wasn't expecting it to be exactly like this. Yeah. Like maybe later on, but- But it, it shouldn't be happening to begin with. Yeah. You know what I mean? I will say this. Um, thank you to the friends and family that I've reached out. We, we've had friends and family that have been reaching out to make sure that you're okay because you're everybody's concern, you know, that you're okay. Um, I've had like six people in my um, DMs asking, you know, just saying, hey, are you all right? I'm like, yeah, I'm good. Well, it's tough to deal with. It, it's a very tough situation to deal with. It's very hard to understand. And I'm glad that you're grounded enough to get it and to understand it. Um, I'm, you know, I will say this. I'm not too happy about you cussing, but I get it and I understand it. You know what I mean? That's, you know, 
I can't imagine what you're going through because I know if the shoe was on the other foot, I know how I am as a mother. You know what I mean? And I know how protective of you I am. And I know that I'd be spazzing out if somebody said some crazy stuff to you. Yeah, that's half of the things I actually wanted to say. But I'm like, you know what? I'm 15. I can't say half of the things I want to say. Yeah. So, you know, um, one person, they did express concern to me about me actually sharing the message that he sent to me with you. And on one hand, on one hand, I feel like I shouldn't have shared the message. But then again, on the other hand, like this going to keep going on anyway. So it's, this is, for me, this is nothing new. This is what I've been dealing with. Um, You know, this is what I've been dealing with since my marriage to him. Um, You know, and then he brings up the situation about money. Now I want to say this and I want to make this very clear. Anytime anybody gives me money for you, that's where it goes. Last year he did give, I want to say about $600. And when he gave that money, it went towards your clothes and it went towards your shoes. I don't take from you. I don't take from your sister either. I'd much rather struggle. Now I might ask, can I borrow a couple of dollars, but you guys get that back. You know what I mean? And when you got that money last year, that's exactly where it went. Clothes and shoes. You know what I mean? When you got the money the other day, the first thing I did, as soon as the money hit my PayPal account, you asked, where was it? I said, it's here. And then we did like the math, making sure that you ended up getting all of it to me and I received all of it. Right. And I took you straight to the mall. You got what you wanted. After we went to the mall, you went to Target. Did you get your gift cards from Target? We went to Target and then we- Yeah. 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 We went to Target and then we went to GameStop. And then I also used some of it for the Apple. Yeah, for your, your Apple thing. So whatever you chose to do with your money is what you chose to do. I think what the problem is, is I, I feel like he might've felt rejected by you. I mean, to be honest, I didn't really reject him. He told me I could text him back whenever I felt comfortable. So that's what I was planning on doing. Right. I didn't really know what to say if he was like, did you get the money? Um, and then he say, text back when you feel comfortable. Like, do I say, okay? Like, I didn't really know what to say. So I just left it at that. Right. I, I think, like I said, I think he feels rejected by you. Um, I think he feels rejected. And then right after all of that happened, he seen pictures of you and dad. Um, I wasn't posting that to make him jealous or anything. It's just like, we don't really do stuff like that much too often. You know, yeah. we don't really, I mean, especially since it, I didn't post that. I posted that because that's what Amaria and him made. Like they made that together. That's the reason I posted that. You mean they cooked the crap like yes, together? Yes, they cooked it together. Yeah. As like, well, at the end of the day, that's your dad. You were hanging out with your dad. If you want to post pictures of you and your dad and whatever activities y'all got going on, that's between y'all. You can do what you want to do. It's your social media. You know what I mean? I'm not. I'm not checking. You know, I do. I check your social media. Yeah, I check your social media for safety reasons. Yeah, for safety reasons. But I'm not monitoring to that extent telling you you can't post pictures at the end of the day your dad you know who who's been raising you since you were two y'all have a relationship if you want to post pictures of him you can post pictures of him that's your choice and i think what it was i think like i said it to him for and this is i don't know for a fact what it is 
And if he had been adult enough and maybe sent a message and asked. That's what I was thinking. I was like, like it's kind of childish that you would just assume that I was doing it to make a message. Well, I don't think he thought you were doing it. I or think you. He, he thought I was doing it. Um, That's the thing. Like, you can't really, you can't assume things like that. You gotta ask questions about it. Right. And even still, like, especially if you're assuming, you can't get mad the way you're doing it. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, it looks like he's still on Instagram. It looks like he made another page, I believe. Mm. He made a... So this is like, what, the, the third, third page? The third. Yeah. This is like the third page that he's made, and he's... He, he made another page and requested... So I did put your page on private for yeah. a while. I put my page on private. It's probably for the best right now. For right, you know, for right now, and then we'll revisit this at some other point. I think we're going to stay private. I mean, even though it does coincide with the podcast, I think we're just going to stay private um, because this was a bit much. This this was a bit much, and this has been going on for a couple of days now. This is not a one-time thing, you know. This has been going on for a couple of days, and you know, I want to say to you that I'm I'm sorry. You're, you know, I'm I'm sorry that I allowed for this to happen. When your dad and I, before before you read the message from him, your dad and I sat down and talked and we had a discussion of what the options were. And the Just call Mikey biological, biological, because I, I don't want them to get like mixed up. Well, I mean, I I wasn't going to refer to him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like I said, your dad, mm-hmm. your, your dad that's raised you, he and I sat down and we had a conversation prior to you speaking to to Mikey and when we had that conversation you know we weighed out what the options were and the best solution that we came up with was to allow you to make the choice yourself of what it is that you wanted to do by the way Mikey is his um name your biological yeah yeah your biological. um we made the decision to allow you to do what you wanted to do. And, you know, like I said, we, we have to trust your judgment. And what I will say is how you're handling things. You, you make me really proud. Um, I've been getting a lot of messages from people where they're saying that you're a very mature young man and you are, and you know, you make me really proud and how you decide to handle things and how you choose to handle things. Um, so hopefully we don't have to talk about this again. You know what I mean? Um, I'm just, I'm sorry that this is happening. And I'm sorry that you have to be a witness to this. And, you know. Yeah. I don't really even know what to say, to be honest. Yeah. It's hurtful. You know what I mean? It, it's it's really, really hurtful. It's, I get it. I get it. Um. I wish it didn't get to this point, though. I really, really wish it did not get to this point. Do you have any other questions? Any Anything that you feel like I have not covered that I need to answer for? Honestly, I don't even think I want to know anymore about the situation that's happening right now. Yeah. I get it. Um... I'm really sorry that you're going through this. Like the, this is what I've been trying to prevent, you know, from the moment you were born. I, I've been trying to prevent all this from happening. I've been trying to prevent you from going through this. 
Um, and what we do know is like sometimes things are out of our control. You know what I mean? Some some things are out of our control. Um, what I will say is I've never really spoken about Mikey in a negative light. At least I don't think I have. If I have, let me know and let me know what I said. But I don't recall about speaking about him in a negative light. You know, we don't talk about him often, so it's not like you're talking crap about him. Yeah, I don't. I don't really speak about him often. You know, um, I will say that you know I've I've been I'm a domestic violence survivor. I do tell people that, um, you know, because I, I'm very. When it comes to domestic violence, like I'm very much against that. Um, but like I said, I don't feel like I've said anything negative. I don't go back saying, you know, negative things about him to you. At least I don't feel like I have. If I have, let me know so that I can make sure that I correct that on my end. But, you know, it's just, you know, even in the messages where he's like, oh, I know you hate me. I know you hate me and stuff like that. Yeah. Just trying to manipulate me. Maybe. All right, well, we should probably wrap this up. If you want to wrap it up, take us out. All right, see you guys later. Um, do you have anything you want to say to Mikey? Because from our, our understandings, he listens. Do you have anything you want to say to him? I hope you get better. Honestly, I wish you the best of luck in life, and I hope you just get better. I agree. I definitely agree. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for your support. Um, thank you for your kind words. It's really appreciated on both ends.